This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, President-elect Biden has reportedly made his choice for Secretary of Defense. Members of Congress are looking to keep the government open for another week. And Congress wants more notice about a mechanism defense acquisition officials are using more and more. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. It appears President-elect Joe Biden will be nominating retired four-star Army General Lloyd Austin as his Secretary of Defense. The Associated Press reports four people close to the decision have confirmed the pick. Austin would need to obtain a congressional waiver as he is a former service member. He would also be the first black leader of the Pentagon ever. Previously, Austin served as vice chief of staff of the Army and the head of U.S. Central Command. Some Democratic members of Congress want to block President Trump's nominee to fill an opening on the Federal Communications Commission. One of them, Senator Richard Blumenthal, says putting Nathan Simington on the FCC would undermine the agency's independence and could potentially deadlock the agency. Still reports indicate Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has filed a cloture motion to end debate on Simington's nomination. The FCC opening comes as the seat will be vacated by Commissioner Michael O'Reilly. The House will vote tomorrow on a one-week continuing resolution. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has details. The temporary measure would keep the government open through December 18th. Congressional leaders insist they want to avoid a government shutdown, but some agencies have new shutdown contingency plans anyway to account for the pandemic. The Department of Health and Human Services says it'll use multi-year funding and user fees to keep much of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Food and Drug Administration, and National Institutes of Health working to support the COVID-19 response. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. A Trump veto of the 2021 defense authorization bill could put service member pay and benefits in jeopardy. But lawmakers say they're trying to keep that from happening. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Top legislators said this week that they are willing to call a special session of Congress at the end of the year to override a possible veto of the defense authorization bill. The legislation is a massive policy bill that includes a 3% increase in pay for service members and authorizes military construction projects. President Trump has threatened to veto the bill because it renames military bases memorializing Confederate officials. He also said he would veto the bill if Congress did not add a provision repealing some protections for tech companies. Lawmakers say they most likely have the votes to override Trump's rejection of the bill. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department says it's finished the IT upgrades needed to administer education benefits under the Forever GI Bill. The Veterans Benefits Administration initially had to partially delay the bill's implementation because of challenges with its legacy IT systems. But VA says the MITRE Corporation and Accenture helped the department make the necessary IT changes. It means VBA can now properly calculate housing benefits for post-9-11 veterans. The IT project is the first of many steps needed to modernize the way VA interacts with student veterans. Agencies have to do more to make sure Chinese-made telecommunication products are not being bought with federal funds. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Office of Management and Budget released new frequently asked questions explaining how agencies should make sure grantees are not using prohibited Chinese-made telecommunications equipment. Under Section 889 of the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill, agencies started in August to no longer enter into agreements with any contractor or grantee using certain Chinese-made telecommunications products or services. 
The FAQs help add some clarity for grant-making agencies. One big difference between contractors and grantees is grantees cannot ask for waivers from the regulation. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Defense contractor Northrop Grumman is getting out of the federal IT and mission support services business. The defense giant is selling that business unit to Veritas Capital for $3.4 billion in cash. Northrop's IT and mission support unit provides a wide range of advanced technology services, including cybersecurity, data analytics, cloud mission critical application and development, and advanced engineering. The business expects to generate $2.3 billion in revenue in 2020. Veritas expects to close the deal in early 2021. Veritas also bought Paraton in April of 2017 for almost $700 million. Congress wants more transparency about the use of other transaction authority in defense spending. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more on that. OTAs bypass most of the traditional rules in the acquisition system, and when DOD makes awards through industry consortia, the public usually doesn't know which specific vendor is being paid and what kind of work they're doing. A provision in the new defense authorization bill would require the department to post a public listing of all the consortia it uses to make awards. It also demands a report to Congress on how often DOD uses consortiums and how many dollars flow through them and the benefits and challenges of doing business that way. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Air Force and Space Force are getting rid of waist measurements as part of the physical fitness requirements. The requirement will be permanently removed by October of next year. The Air Force says it's removing the test as a means of better social distancing. However, the test has been criticized in the past because it does not always reflect physical health. The Air Force says it's considering new alternatives to test cardio and strength during the pandemic as well. The current test consists of a 1.5-mile run, a minute of push-ups, and a minute of sit-ups. A bill setting minimum security standards for Internet of Things devices at agencies is now law. The IoT Cybersecurity Improvement Act, signed by President Donald Trump, requires the National Institute of Standards and Technology to set best practices for device security. The Office of Management and Budget must then craft guidance for agencies to meet or exceed those standards. The bill would also require the Homeland Security Department to publish guidance on coordinated vulnerability disclosures for contractors and vendors. And the Census Bureau is keeping the public in the loop as it crunches numbers for the 2020 count. Federal News Network's Joy Heckman has more. The Bureau, for the first time, will release national and state-level data quality metrics, along with the first set of 2020 census results used to apportion seats in the House. It'll also allow panels of independent outside experts to review the results and advise the Bureau on the quality of the data. Setbacks from the COVID-19 pandemic have left the Bureau with two and a half months to complete data processing. That's about half the time it expected to have earlier this year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel 
and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.